Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Beer League, the show where we give our non-expert expert opinions on anything and everything. This week, we are doing remote, and it is solely my fault. I take responsibility for this. I am at my parents' house, seeing my mom for the first time since getting out of the hospital. It has been great. We had Pertillo's. I had a very odd Pertillo's order. I did a small fry, a hot dog, and fettuccine Alfredo. I feel a little disgusted with myself. But we got everyone, though. We got Nick. Johnny, uh, beer. Uh, we got a ton of Chicago sports talk. Uh, some good, some bad. The bad is anything to do with the White Sox. And uh, we got a full timeout and then a rank. We're switching it up a little bit. We are going to be doing a snake draft. And I'll explain why when we get there. So without any further ado, let's get right to it. Let's take it from the, uh, from the tippy top there. Low Budget presents Beer League. Okay, guys, welcome back. Um, it is it is good to see you guys. I know I will see Johnny and Beer tomorrow for the golf trip. We are sad that Nick is unable to make it this year. We will Sorry. hope that he can make it next year. We'll get him. We'll kidnap him one of these years. Yeah. Um, but let's start off with the man who I won't see, Nick. How was your weekend going? Or how was your weekend? Uh, my weekend was fantastic. Uh, I was at my buddy's bachelor party in Michigan. We played 63 holes of golf. Um, so it was a golf-heavy nice. weekend. Um, we played 18 at um, – um, gosh, why am I blanking on the name right now? Uh, Arcadia Bluffs, um, which is ranked – uh, one of the top 10 public courses in the country. Uh, it was absolutely gorgeous. It's on Lake Michigan in, in Northern Michigan. Super, super nice course. Um, great views everywhere. A really nice. I mean, everything's just well-maintained. Um, so they have that course that's right on the water. They have another course. It's a little bit inland. Uh, the South course, that one's also really nice. Um, that one, they're all like link style. So there's no trees or anything like that. It's just kind of uh, tall grass everywhere. Um, so that was great. A lot of golf, a lot of beers, um, hanging with some buddies, uh, that I haven't seen in a while. So it was a good time. I, uh, was pretty tired after the weekend. I was going to try to go to Lala on Sunday if I had enough energy, but I really didn't. And I was, I started my new job on Monday, so I wanted to be at least a little bit rested up for that. So, um, new job starting off well and everything too. So it's been good. It's been busy, uh, busy few weeks. That's what we like to hear. Um, did you say where Arcadia Bluffs is? Um, so it's near. Um, I mean, it's it's almost all the way at the top of the far north of um, Michigan. Um, we stayed at a, a like Michigan ski resort called Crystal Mountain. So it's about a five hour drive from Chicago to get up there. Um, it was like kind of near Traverse City, like half hour, 45 minutes from Traverse City. So it's it's pretty far up there. Worth it. Absolutely. Worth it. That's good. How was the, uh, how was the golf game? I got to ask. Um, you know, the courses were tough. A bit out of my, uh, my playability range. Uh, 
I played all right. You know, I, I really haven't played much this year. I didn't didn't play at all last year. So I'm still getting that swing back together and everything. But, uh, you know, we were playing some games in our foursomes and everything like that. So I, I was good enough to make the games interesting, at least. Even if, you know, the really good players did have to give me like a stroke a hole, I was still at least like playing up to that level. So so that was good. It's going to be my game this weekend. Yeah. It helps. Handy, having a, a general idea of your handicap is is nice. It makes it more fun, for sure. Makes it fun for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who do you want a popcorn to? Uh, let's go Johnny. Uh, so Thursday, I went to DJ Snake at uh, Radius, that new venue in Pilsen. Um, the show was all right. I think I had more fun at the pregame. Because uh, it was actually good music. He just goes really heavy EDM, and he has so many good songs that he could have played. Um, and Mala was supposed to play actually too, but something happened where he couldn't show up. So I thought for sure he'd revert to some of his old stuff, but it was just two hours of heavy EDM. Uh, but the place is cool, and it was fun. We had a big squad, like 20 friends together. Uh, so it was a good time. Uh, Friday didn't do much. Just had some friends from out of town. Hungy uh, was in town beer. Actually. Yeah, yeah. Didn't get to see him. Uh, one of our friends from college is moving back from North Carolina to Chicago. Um, got a few people moving back. I think we're going to be able to convince Jack starting this weekend to move back to Chicago from Nashville. I miss him. Been I think we can do it here. We've been working on it since last year. So I think we're yeah. going to convince him this year. Uh, and then Saturday, uh, my lady surprised us with a single day pass for Lala, and that was a lot of fun. I think the highlight was definitely Meg the Stallion. God damn, she puts on a show. Holy shit. And there was a video of her interpreter that she was going in, so you can only imagine her lyrics. <laughs> I think it was just this. and uh, Like and a sign language, language interpreter? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. She was having fun up there. That's I wish great. we got close enough to see that, because I think uh, that was half the show. But, uh, it was a good time. It was a fun day. Joseph, I know you want to say something. Go ahead. Are you popcorning to me? Okay. Yeah. Um, first off, I wanted to say this, Johnny. I meant to text you. Uh, that Brockhampton show couldn't have played more. I thought it was like catered to you, even though you weren't there. Every one of the songs that like I turned you on to that you made into that playlist, like Gold Sweet, yeah, uh, like all those songs, they played back to back to back in like a thirty-minute span. I was just like, wow, they were loud this Johnny. year. Yeah, they were on Sunday. Dude, it was it was Shit. like number one show of the weekend. They were so good. They played a lot of like really old hits and then a lot of like new hits. And then like in the middle, it was just like taking like hopscotches around their albums, which I thought was really cool. But yeah, awesome. there was like 30 minutes straight where they just played every one of your like favorite songs. They went to Gummy, to Gold, to Sweet. Yeah. I know those are like <laughs> three of your favorite ones. So I was like, those are my favorite oh, ones. But yeah. So I met up with Johnny. He called me and I was like waiting in the line for the washroom. And he's just like, what are you up to? I'm like, I'm at Lollapalooza. He's like, yeah, me too. I'm like, oh, nice. Where are you at? He ended up just being like 30 feet away from us, which is pretty, <laughs> like, which is pretty crazy. Like knowing how big Lala is like that. He was like, I'm right by this stage. I'm like, oh my God, so am I. He's like, I'm on this side. I'm like, me too. And I was like, do you see this spot? He's like, yeah. And then he walked like <laughs> A hundred feet, and I was just. I like, felt hey. a disturbance in my general area. <laughs> I have to call you. Yeah, so I got to meet Johnny's lady. Uh, very nice girl. 
Uh, we went to Meg the Stallion. Meg the Stallion, I think the only way you can describe the show is it was a solid hour of ass shaking. That's all it was. It was just a lot of ass shaking. And every time, the crowd went nuts. <laughs> and a lot of those yeah. front pats, too, that she yeah. does. Yeah. <laughs> it's a beautiful it was thing. so much. It was just like, wow, this is a lot of ass shaking. And I jokingly said before the show, I was like, just get ready. It's going to be so much ass shaking. And I was like, kind of making a joke of it. And then I was like, wow, I was like almost too spot on. I wasn't anyway, ready. I yeah, wasn't I wasn't ready. ready. Uh, after the show, uh, Johnny's girl was talking to me as we were like walking to go get a drink and use the washroom. And she gave me a compliment, which I'm going to take it as a compliment. I don't know how to take it. But she was like, I like you. You know, you're funny. And I could just tell you don't care what anyone thinks of you and i was like is that, <laughs> is that a compliment like she was like so you were doing she's you were basically doing saying you're confident like in yourself yeah yeah she, yeah. she was like that's good she was yeah. like she said she was like she's a very sarc- she's a very sarcastic person but it was a compliment Fine. well yeah and then she said some of those dance moves out there i couldn't even imagine seeing anyone do that i was like <laughs> i don't know how to take it like i, I don't i don't all know good things I, totally I'll compliment. Gonna, yeah all I'm good gonna, things. I'm going to take it as respect. She definitely wasn't yeah. making fun of you. No, not, not at all. She, she's too sweet. She was, she was definitely complimenting. Yeah. Uh, so that was a lot of fun. Lala Entirety was a blast. My top three shows were Brockhampton, number one, Oliver Tree, number two, and then number three is going to be Young the Giant. Uh, those three really stood out to me. Um, the duds of the weekend, Megan the Stallion, it just wasn't for me. It was like... No. It was it was entertaining for like 30 minutes, and then I was like, oh, it's just going to be more of this. Um, not like she was bad. It was just not for me. Like, dude, the 14-year-old girls in the crowd on TikTok were going nuts when Travis played. <laughs> um, that's, what, that's all I was waiting for, to be honest. Everything else just sounded the same to me. But... Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was uh, – oh, we won VIP on Friday, and it was after Dan had the most wild trip to get to Chicago ever. He took the bar. The next day, he ended things with his girlfriend. Then on his 12-hour drive, (laughs) he had to pull over and hide under, like, a got out of his car and hide under a bush because a tornado touched down. (laughs) What? And then he got a speeding ticket. And then he got to my house, like, three hours late, so he missed the entire day of the festival. What the hell was he doing hiding under a bush? What was that going to (laughs) do? Dude, it was like one of the things where he was telling me the story and I had so many follow-up questions, but before I could get the follow-up questions out, it would be another thing. Like, he'd be like, oh, I ended things to my girlfriend. I'd be like, oh, why'd that happen? And then he was like, but then a tornado touched down. I was like, okay, well, well, now let's hit this topic of conversation. And then he's like, and then I get pulled over. I'm like, all right, when does it stop? I'm like, I don't know when this stops. So I was like, okay, I'll just let you talk. It was like a, it was like a comedy hour special. He just went in on it. And like, obviously, Dan so calm about it didn't let anything get to him uh <laughs> and he and he made it i mean he 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 persevered through all of that dude i get he gets he gets out of the car at my place and he starts, i can't believe he didn't pop a blood vessel to be honest dude yeah for real when i when i saw him he was shaking and i was like oh, are you still i was like are you still like scared about the tornado he's like i am so mad right now and so he ended up like moving into my apartment he's pulling out like bedding, pillows, uh, a computer, a desk chair, a bunch of boxes, a suitcase, 
his clothes and hangers. <laughs> it's like a piano. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> so he lives like, with you now? He ended up leaving, but I was like, I don't know what this all is because he brought in everything. But yeah, that was my weekend. I had to talk about it, but it was so good seeing Dan. Lollapalooza was so good to be uh, at the back at the music festival seeing live music. Um, and then the part where just me and Johnny happened to be 30 feet apart was hilarious. I could like almost hear him talking on the phone. <laughs> that was a good time. Yeah. Uh, let's go beer. So this weekend was good. Um, it was my birthday yesterday, but before we get to that, um, also happy birthday beer. Yeah. Thank you. Happy birthday. You beautiful Thank son you. of a bitch. I'm now halfway to 56. So. Can't wait to celebrate this weekend. <laughs> it's going to be a shitty drive home, buddy. Halfway to 56. Yeah. So you're 28. I can't wait. Sunday, I'm telling myself, I think I'm going to get Culver's, and I'm like, like psyching myself up for it. I'm going to hate myself. Um, but <laughs> before we get into what I did yesterday, Jenny had bought me a Wagyu brisket. She bought me that for my birthday. Um, I did. I don't think I sent you guys pictures, so I have to send you pictures. Yeah, but, and you said, get ready for pictures. And then you sent yeah, zero pictures. You brisket made... blocked me. Yeah. Well... <laughs> okay, let me let me break this down. So the brisket she bought was a wacky brisket from like Japan. It, she ordered it. I don't know how much it costs. I think it's over two hundred dollars. So like it was crazy. So That's I get right. it, and it's like it's a brisket flat. So it's not a full brisket. It's a brisket flat. Full brisket would have been insane. Like it would have been literally cost more than an Xbox. So like this full like we got a brisket flat, and which is like the more thick part of a brisket, which you know is like. The point is where you make the burnt ends, like the super tender part. The the flat is like the other part of the brisket. So like, that's what we got. And I was like, okay, we'll see how like tender this is. So I do it like my typical way. I use a bunch of applewood and a bunch of cherry wood, and like smoke it the normal way until about two hundred degrees, like internal. And I take it out. But the difference is, is that Jenny had to work like all day, and I finished the brisket at like three thirty. So what I did is I threw it in the oven to, like, rest it. So this is my plan, by the way, for the golf trip. Threw the brisket in the oven at, like, 170 degrees. Just kept it, like, at a base temperature. And then it just rested there for, like, the next four hours. Took it out. It was, like, super tender. And, like, it never, like, released all the juices. So, like, put it on the cutting board and cut it. And it was, like, falling apart. It's supposed to be the toughest part of the brisket. It was literally falling apart. And it was the most rich and, like, good-tasting brisket I've ever had in my life. So, like, it was by far the best cut of meat I've ever had, ever. I don't think I've ever had a steak as good as that. So, that's the number one right now. But And uh, it's really, it was cool. The pictures don't do it justice. It was, my dad, I gave some to my dad because he came up for my birthday this weekend. And so, I uh, gave my dad some, like, brisket slices to take home. And he sous vide today. And he was like, it's so good. It's nice. open. And then my brother texted me. He's like, Eric, it's so fucking good. <laughs> yeah. So you got to try the sous vide too. Yeah. I, that's like, I told myself like my next step is going to be, I want a sausage make because I want to make sausage and then I want to get a sous vide too. So like that's a, be a cut like step. that. Yeah. A cut like that in the sous vide and just throw it on the grill or something. Ooh, that's very nice of her though. That's a perfect gift. It was, it was so good. <laughs> we made, I made brisket sandwiches with it. So I got like a specialty Kaiser roll and then like made onion rings and put it on top of the brisket and like a sandwich. It was incredible. 
Wow. Holy shit. Going on this weekend. <laughs> Impressive. Yes. So I was thinking like this weekend, I'm going to buy onion rings too and just bring them with the buns. And then we could just make onion rings in the oven or something to go with the brisket. I think it could be fun. So. Um, oh, that's terrible. Yeah. That could be, fun. That could be that a could lot be, of fun. Yeah. It could be some fun. Yeah. So I, I'm excited. Um, I'm excited to, to get after it this upcoming weekend. And then my birthday yesterday was great. Just, I like, basically moved all the meetings off my day and took the day off. So it was like, I had breakfast with, with Jenny and my parents were in town. So like I had breakfast with them then my parents left and then basically went to a brewery where I got this beer and currently drinking it. It's very nice, but uh, I was hanging out there and then it was super chill. I wanted it to be a chill birthday. I didn't want to go hammer anything. So um, we're saving that for this week. Dude, I, I could have swore when you were talking about that brisket and what we're going to do this weekend, Nick was going to start texting me on the phone like, hey, you got an extra spot? <laughs> <laughs> you got to get me in. Yeah. Um, that's, that's dope. Uh, I think, honestly, the Wagyu sounds really cool, but the switch in the Eddie Jackson jersey, oh, I yeah. like it. The number four is, uh, is, is sick. I think you're the first person that I personally know that have gotten a new number jersey. Yeah, so like that was really cool. So my parents got me the Eddie Jackson jersey, and the the story is is that I met Eddie Jackson at the airport. So like I I always wanted to get his jersey, and then like I was gonna get it last year, but thankfully I waited till this year, right? Because just changed that number, and number four is so dope. Yeah. Yeah, that's sick. So, yeah. So I'm glad I because I had an Anthony Miller jersey. That was the other one I had. So that and a Walter Payton one. So I got to get rid of the Anthony Miller. Yeah, he's gone. Bye-bye. Okay, perfect segue. Let's talk some Chicago sports. Do we want to start off with the bad or the good? We could bad. say that the, the Bears are looking fine bad. right now in camp. We start with that. Yeah, okay, so start we'll, with that. we'll horrible baseball. We'll do Bears, Cubs, and then we'll end with the Bulls. So let's start off with the Bears. Uh, my personal favorite thing, I don't know if you guys have been following it closely on Instagram or anything, but it is literally like, Justin Fields comes out of the field and like breathes or does a stretch and the crowd is going insane. <laughs> I saw him throw a practice throw and I saw the, they started an MVP chant. That's what I want. He has he was just throwing to a coach and everyone's like MVP, MVP. <laughs> like, yes, don't give us hope. That's what Chicago fans are the worst when we have hope and boy, do we have hope for the Bears. It, it's really funny. Cause I think, like us Bears fans have just like we've dealt with so much. Like fuck it, let's go all in on this kid. At this He's point, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like okay, hell yeah, let's chant MVP. Why? Why not? There's Cheers. no. There's <laughs> no way a city's worth of uh, pressure and like 35 years of a championship drought drought will ever like be too much of a weight for his shoulders. That's that's definitely certain. I, I yeah. know he can handle it. Why not him? Yeah. Why we need not a dude with ice in his veins? But honestly, sounds like kind of like him also Andy Dalton's looking really good apparently like he's looking way better than everyone they said they had in camp last year they that's what all the reporters I follow are saying so oh Nick Foles and Mitch Trubisky that's crazy yeah I was gonna say we had had some really bad stuff in camp last year so you got to take that with a grain of salt it's all relative yeah I'll take it though like I mean and then we we traded Anthony Miller and then it was like we're still fine we're still totally good and apparently everything's looking great at practice right now and like Reps are almost 50-50 split between Justin Fields and 
uh, Andy Dalton. And Justin Fields is a number two quarterback right now. So, uh, I I thought about this. When it comes to like being a Chicago fan, I think the best way that I could say about this whole Justin Fields thing is after last year, I was so down. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to care next year. And now we drafted Justin Fields, and I'm at the <laughs> point where like I'm ready to get hurt again. Like I'm ready to get hurt again. Let's go. <laughs> Let's dive into the deep end. I'm all in. I'll start chanting MVP anytime he just walks. Like if he literally just like it'll be like the SpongeBob. He'll just stick his hand out of the curtain. We'll be like, yes, let's go, guys. The moment he runs out the first time, we're all gonna have like goosebumps. It's gonna be <laughs> crazy. We're gonna be like, here we go. Like this. I mean, every crazy. year for the first game, I, I like I remember it. It's there's it's the most exciting thing. It's like Christmas morning or unofficial morning. Just wake up and you're ready. You're ready. And we have a shit offense every year. Now we actually have a talent of someone who could actually play in a big game. Um, Beer, you need to come into town, man. We got to watch that together. I was going to say, we <laughs> got to figure out a way to watch the first one. Yeah. We got to we gotta watch that together. Maybe uh, record it because uh, it's either going to go really well or really terrible. So, Dude, we should do like Bears Companion podcast where we just do a podcast while we watch it. That'd be pretty cool. Being honest, you could just sit at a couch and just put the mic in front of you. Oh man, Nick, what is your take on this whole bear situation? Uh, I'm. I was just going to ask you guys the question: what What episode or what episode? What uh, by what game do you think we'll see Justin Fields playing? Because I think it's uh, yeah, the wins the buy. Like that's the question. I think. It's I like think. The end of the bye. I really think he's going to win the starting job. I think it's going to be a first. Half. I think they'll start with Dalton, and I think it'll be first half of the season. Like I'm guessing, I'm guessing. Let's let's all take picks right now, and we'll see who's right. Uh, I go first because I thought of it. So I'm going to go week seven. By week seven, I think Fields will be the starter. Week one, baby. Week one. I'm all in. Okay, Joe. Week one. Uh, for me, week two. Oh, Johnny, week two. What, what did you just prices right me? Go <laughs> one above me. <laughs> what did you say? Closest without going over. Yeah. No, you said week one. Yeah. Oh wait, sorry, Nick. You said week seven. I said week seven. Yeah. I think if it's gonna happen, looking at week four, five. Definitely week two. Week. It might be. Let's. Should I be optimistic about Andy Dalton or pessimistic about Andy Dalton? Optimistic, man. Let's ride an optimistic train here. So week, I have week nine against the Lions I, as the, probably the game that he goes out there. Week nine. First game. All yeah. right. So that's what I have. And honestly, that's being super – it's either week three or week nine. Those are the games. <laughs> so. Wow. It's against the Lions. That's it. <laughs> yeah. That's quite the it, range. You know? I'm not going to – we're not throwing them out here against, like, the Packers or, like, the 49ers defense. So we have, like, the Steelers and then the Ravens. So, like, throw them out against the Lions. I think that's the best best way to start them dude the lions coach was just went on national tv and said that he encourages his player to start fights with the other team the hey, he's manager, a crazy man dude he's crazy that's beautiful it's crazy man but it's i'm awesome. fine with it I, oh, I love it i'll support him <laughs> until we play him so that's a true football guy when you're like i want to bite kneecaps i want to you know i want to poke him in the eye while they're in the when when they're in the pile <laughs> yeah that's a real thing um okay let's head over to a little bit of sad news um the whole cub situation was a whirlwind 
of emotions for me. If I was in the line to try to win VIP tickets and you guys texted me about Anthony Rizzo. And so I at first thought you guys were messing with me. So I like just read it. And then I was like trying to look it up on Google, but my, like I couldn't get signal. So it wasn't loading. So I was like, Oh, I don't know if this is messed up. And then we're next in line to try to win the game. My fucking phone loads. And not only is Anthony Rizzo traded, but Javi Baez is traded and there's talks with Chris Bryant. I was like, Oh my God, I should just never look this up. And then we get up there and we actually, Dan won the tickets. He deserved it after his Thursday extravaganza. But I was like, wow, I can't believe it is. It's like over. We sold and I know they want to do a lot of things with the prospects and they want to do a lot of things in the off season, but I'm getting a little bit of bears like fear where I'm like, do I trust the cheap Ricketts? who said that they're broke after selling TD Ameritrade for $7 billion to shell out some money. I don't really know. Um, it is absolutely bonkers that they all home run in their first game, or they all had a dinger in their first game, back-to-back-to-back uh, to back to back days. I mean, like, please don't put salt in the wound. Yeah. Um, but I, I've come down. I'm trying to see the bigger picture. When Ian Happ was reportedly going to... The Tigers, I was like, dude, if we lose everyone, I was like, because I still really like Ian Happ, and Ian Happ's really young, coming off of a possible MVP season, it's, I would have been really heartbroken. Um, but now I'm like, okay, let's see what's going to come in the offseason, but I might be bashing him in a couple of months if nothing goes my way. Yeah, it was a lot. I was on the golf course uh, with no signal, so similar to you when all that was going down. Um, I think the... Rizzo was kind of a little bit more of a shock just because we thought he might go, but it wasn't as clear. And the fact that he went to the Yankees, it was like of all the teams to go to, like there's two teams you can't do. If he went to the Cardinals, I'd have been like, fuck this. That's incredible. But going to the Yankees, just like, I mean, Lester went to the Cardinals, which broke my fucking heart. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was pretty sad. Yeah, Rizzo to the Yankees. It just feels like such a sellout move, but I appreciated him wearing his, uh, Chicago cleats and his uh, Chicago gloves. Um, but. Oh, I didn't see that. Makes me want to puke. Yeah. Yeah, he did. That's, that that's cool pretty cool. It. Yeah. So. And someone who was working pretty well for us, too, was Kimbrell. Uh, that was that was news for the White Johnny, Sox. Johnny, I left him off on purpose because of where he went. Pretty good. We're talking about, we're talking about heartbreak. We're going to get it all out here. But yeah. this is the true heartbreak. I hate. St. Louis, but I hate the White Sox more. And it just, you no, know, no, no. Nah, I nah, hate New York, and then Javi goes the White to the Sox Mets. more than you hate St. Louis? That's weird. Oh, I hate the White Sox. Wow. I hate Cardinals more than I hate the White Sox. Yeah. See, okay, here's, oh, here's the I reason. White Sox. Because yeah. I, I don't know too many Cardinals fans. I just, like, hate them because they're our rivals. Yeah. I know White Sox people. Like, Beer, you're, you're kind of like the enigma, like, uh, I, I, I funks with you. What, how is he an enigma as opposed to like every other White Sox fan? Because he's like uh, my friend, I guess. That, that's it. I, I do want to <laughs> wow. say something. A lot of White Sox fans don't really know how to handle being a good team right now. So like they're being really obnoxious on Twitter and stuff. So like it's really annoying to see some of them. But either way, like, I don't know. <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. We, I'm happy to have Kimbrel, but hey, we gave you Nick Madrigal. Very good. So. 
So Nikki, Nikki two strikes. That's what we used to call him. Nikki so. two strikes. Why is he that literally? His oh my god! Like the amount of plays he makes. Like, so he'll go down o two, and then like just that. That's when you know, like he's down o two in the count, and then like will just get like a RBI double or make like an absolute clutch hit while being like absolutely buried in the count. So like he's just he's a very good hitter. Honestly, he's like Dustin Pedroia. That's exactly like think it's short middle infielder that does not hit for power. Like th- that's Nick Magical, but like he'll he's fast. He's a fun dude to like see in the infield. It's he's like that prototypical second baseman. Like so, I think you'll enjoy having him. I'm happy. Like I, it was my dad was here this weekend. And I was talking to him about. It. He's like it stings that we lost Nick Magical. Like I'm like yeah, but like we got Caesar Hernandez. We just traded for him. We got two years of his deal. Like I get it, but yeah, I, I think it's a good deal for you guys. I think because like remember when you traded for Chapman, right? You gave up uh, what's his name? That like Labor like, uh, Glaber Torres. Yeah, Glaber Torres. Yeah, yeah. So like it's kind of like a similar deal. Like we gave up our actual MLB playing like super young first round draft pick from two years ago. So. Yeah. It's just sad yeah. to see. It's the end of an era. Um, yeah, they they they, yeah. Were, they got they were going to have to pay. The thing is, they were going to have to pay all of those guys this off season, which wasn't going to happen. And they're already and playing Kimbrell no like eighteen also, million a year. So it's like it it, it wasn't going to be feasible. So they get stuff for him. Then I mean, they they might resign one or two of them. I mean, they might resign one of them in the off season, but I kind of I kind of doubt it. It seems like a full rebuild. So it just sucks, yeah. and it kind of feels like. It kind of feels like they underperformed in some ways, even though we went to the we won the World Series and went to the NLCS three times. But it kind of feels like a couple years. Yeah, it feels like it was like too short. Mm -hmm. And it's like for how good these guys are, there should be something more here that they just couldn't quite put together. So sucks going into that 2016 postseason. I mean, they were heavy underdogs and they were also young at that point, too, I thought. At least make a good run. I know the next the following year they did go to the playoffs, but. And they were out in the wild card game. It sucks. It's a hard pill to swallow. But here we go. At least the socks are good, I think. I guess. I'll be happy for you, Beer. Yeah. I also want to say it was probably hard that Rizzo went first, too. So, like, I He's when seeing him, that was like shocking. That's like Paul Carrico. Like, yeah. Like, so I, I feel for you guys. It's tough. Tough to see. I was. I remember where I was when we traded away Chris Sale. I know it's not the same situation, but I remember where I was when that happened. So I get it. I really, I really think out of any of those three, <clears throat> Anthony Rizzo deserved to be a Cub. Like he deserved to like retire as a Cub. Uh, everything he does for the city with his foundation, I just, I was a little surprised. He was uh, the captain, man. Yeah. Yeah. Captain uh, of the ship. Enough with the past. Let's move on to the future because the Bulls are back. Play the song. Play the music. The Bulls are back, baby. Uh, It was nuts. So Billy Donovan a month ago, they're asking him after the the bad year. They were like, you said when you came here, you weren't here to rebuild. And he's like, I'm absolutely not here to rebuild. I didn't have much talks in the offseason. He's like, changes will be made and we're not going to rebuild. Or he's like, I'm not going to like, just go for like lottery picks and stuff. And then a month goes by, nothing happens. So it's like, uh, okay. And then boom, the Cubs died. So the bulls can rise from the ashes. 
DeMar DeRozan, insane. He's not in his prime, but he's still a very good veteran player. Alex Caruso, I mean, dude, it's my mom's maiden name. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> fucking uh, Lonzo Ball, I couldn't be more happy with. What we really needed was a point guard. Kobe White was a point guard in college strictly because he was the best player on the floor and he deserved to take the ball up. At the next level, turned out that he wasn't. He's not a bad player. He's just not a good point guard. He's more of a, just a pure shooting guard, which I think is fine. You know, we still need that. It's just now that we have Lonzo Ball taking it up, you can get Kobe White more in space where he really works with. And, dude, Zach Levine's a stud. Vukovic is a stud. DeMar DeRozan, I think he will at least help. And he was the one that said, I'm going to choose my team based off of where I think I can win a championship. I don't know if we can win a championship right now, but, like, why not us? Like it's a, and, and you drafted Io. That we did. I did <laughs> That was fucking Dude. awesome, man. <laughs> That's amazing. Io, Io is, like, to Illinois, like, he was the guy. Like, oh, clock's, clock's going down. You need someone to take a shot. It's Io's ball. He's like, taking he it, was yeah. confident. It, he's like his mannerisms are like they remind me of like Kobe Bryant. That serious, like doesn't matter how crazy things he had, he's uh, just no expression on his face, just so serious, locked in. And he's like we'll super, see. super tall, good defense, good defensive player. That's like a big part about him. Good shooter all around, can drive. Just a complete guy. And falling the second round was tough, but like team go to the that's insane. Grew up in Southside Chicago. Went to Illinois. Coming back home. Beautiful. Yeah, I'm very happy with it. I think it's funny that we went from having no point guards to three point guards. Mm-hmm. That's a good thing. Get them in bunches, baby. Let's go. Uh, Bulls, Bulls games are going to actually be fun. Uh, I live a couple blocks from uh, United Center, so I could actually finally go to Bulls game. I'm very excited. It's going to be yeah. worth it, too. I actually want to see these guys play, so. Dude, it's, it's awesome. gonna be fun. It's it's just one of those things where even if the team doesn't work out, we at least went out there and got the pieces that we needed, and we at least tried it. It, it would have been suck because like yeah. for the like, let's be honest, the last like five six years, all we've kind of done is getting the lottery picks to get the last lottery pick every freaking year. It's been bullshit moves. It's yeah, going through like, the motions almost. Yeah, it doesn't really help us, and we were more in the pay, place of like no one wants to come to Chicago, so like that kind of sucks. And now that we have DeMar DeRozan and that uh, Alex Russo and Lonzo Paul, I wouldn't see. And, by the way, I didn't even tell you guys the best part. We got them all for steal. Dude, we got them for like $85 million for DeMar DeRozan. Or no, $87 for DeMar. $85 for Lonzo. And like $37 for Alex Russo. Like, those are steals. Like, it's a lot of money. But like in base or um, basketball contracts, that's like nothing. That's nothing, yeah. What that does to like our perimeter shooting is incredible and it's fucking worth it. It's totally Dude, worth it's, it. it's so sick. It's so exciting to be like very excited about the all sub sports. Like even, even I'm going to even say it, even the fire, the fire I'm excited <laughs> for the South side team. I'm, I can't do it, but uh, uh, I, I can't. Can I say that Kimbrel came out and like looked really good for us right away. And now yeah, we have Liam Hendricks and Kimbrel, and they both are like, we don't care who's closing. Like, we're at the point now where we just want to win every single game. We'll like, both win, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, well, we don't have a closer. We have two closers. We have Craig Kimbrel and Liam Hendricks right now. So, 
Yeah, it must be nice. Kimbrel's having but, like one of his best seasons ever too, which is pretty incredible that like after a couple of years ago, how bad he was when he like held out and took that half season right. off and everything. And then he was wishy-washy last year. Like, and now he's like back to his form. I mean, that's kind of incredible what you need. Comeback. That's what you need. Yeah. It's great comeback. That's what you need to win a championship. I mean, he might be M- MLB comeback player of the year, uh, but that's what you need. Yeah. If the, the Sox are going to make a playoff push, you need that guy who can come in the ninth and uh, close things down. Like, uh, uh, what's his name did for the Cubs a couple of years ago. So like Chapman. we might, we might have the yeah. best rotation in baseball and the best bullpen in baseball right now. So, and like we we're do. getting Luis Robert back from injury, Eloy's back, which he might be dead again. We don't know. He's been injured. And not yeah. What injured. happened with that actually? Oh gosh. Tweak something was out for a couple of days, but he played yesterday. So he's good. back. I, I, I mean, he's like, he's going to play DH. God damn it. He's gonna play DH and he's gonna like it. <laughs> <laughs> he's just he's made of glass. He's like that guy from SpongeBob, glass bones, paper skin. Oh, I thought you were gonna talk about Kevin White. <laughs> oh, he's like Kevin White, yeah. yeah. <laughs> same, Kevin same White thing. is just yeah. the glass. Um, the last thing I wanted to say, then we can move on to timeout. Uh for the Cubs, I thought one of the funniest, so like there were so many Instagram tweets about it, everyone getting traded. My favorite thing is this Justin. Henry Rodengardner is now getting traded to the Yankees, which is the kid from Rookie of the Year <laughs> that played for the Cubs. I was like, that's a pretty funny one. Uh, the closing for business, everything must go, was pretty funny. A lot of like funny memes that like hurt, but I was like, oh, I'm laughing through the pain. Yeah, um, yeah so I'm happy for the White Sox. JK and uh, <laughs> good one. Whatever. Boomed him. Um, <laughs> All right, let's head over to timeout. So timeout. We're on the podcast. Oh. Okay. The first one I got is Scarlett Johansson is being an assassin on film and off film. Off film. She is taking on the mouse here. This is crazy to Uh me. I would never think about suing Disney, but she is suing Disney. She is suing Disney because Disney promised her a less salary to do Black Widow the movie uh, for exchange of she gets the first weekend box office percentage. She gets a percentage of it. So Disney's like, fuck you. I'm going to just put it on Disney+. Plus." Wow. So she, now she is like, whoa, we had a signed contract. And Mickey Mouse is pretty much like, the, <laughs> the fuck you do? Like, I'm going to eat that shit. So now she is suing Disney for like money. Wow. I don't know if anyone could beat Disney. Like Disney is the world, but I do respect being like, "Hey, you shafted me over." Because like everyone hears the stories that like Disney is really shifty, and then they come out with like a Pixar movie, and you're like, "Oh, but they're just cute. they just make <laughs> animated films." Like, "Oh, it's adorable." I don't know. You guys think she has a chance of winning? They they might make Pixar movies, but they still have lawyers. They still have a team of lawyers. Oh, yeah. Like in lawyers, no offense to any lawyers listening, uh, can be soulless, uh, or are soulless. Yeah, Dan. As, Dan. Yeah, Dan. Now now lawyer. Uh, that's maybe that's what that tornado was all about. I don't know. I, I'm just connecting dots here. Dude, he's like a prosecutor for like bad people. Yeah, he's one of the good guys. Yeah, 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 good lawyer. I'm just saying. Well, we don't know if he's passed the bar yet, so we don't. We can't call him a lawyer yet. You know, we don't. We don't know. Knock on wood. We don't know that. 
for sure. We're, I don't think you're we're pulling for you, Dan. Months. Don't get me wrong. We're pulling for you. I think you I'm passed the bar. I'm just gonna say he's gonna kill you if he hears. This. No, no. He, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm saying I pull him for him. He passed the bar. Anyways, let's get back yeah. to the topic, which is, yeah, I mean, fight it all day, but um, yeah, it's it's pretty shitty. It's pretty shitty. That's all I got. Anyone else? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I. It's, it depends how like much effort she wants to put into it because I, I think Disney has more money. They could drag it out if they wanted to. She's got a team though, right? She's got a lawyer, she lawyer does. team. She's exactly been, like, right. She's rich. She's been like a main character and they've been promising her like her own, again, like Joe said, they've been promising her her own movie because of all this bullshit. Obviously that didn't happen, but she's, they killed her off in Marvel. So this is kind of her last shot at making a, good chunk of change especially after since she's been oh shit spoilers spoilers dude wow that's like a big thing and part of the story as well (sighs) i love that that is okay but when did that that, come out it's been a couple come on i I that's the thing and that was like three years ago a few years it was was so like it was pushed back so much to the point to where when they were finally ready to release it they just said fuck you and I didn't know there was a signed contract, though, to be honest. I thought it was just Honestly, like a promise that they faith. made. Pretty bad faith to be like, yeah, like, we'll we'll give you like a percentage of the first box ups. And like, I'm sure they thought about that at some point. Oh, well, Scarlet's like signed this contract about getting some percentage of the first of the box ups. But I bet if we like switch to Disney Plus, you won't notice anything. What do you expect is going to happen? Like, smoke, smoke screen, like you were saying earlier. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> real quick, the only thing that I have to say about Johnny spoiling that is I like the your spin zone of why you spoiled it was that it was such a big event that happened in the movie that it's okay to spoil. That's like the no, only it was like three years ago. Three, Ooh, I don't know if that's statue of Three years. You is, know what? Three years is pretty recent. Like I, I can I twenty years. Yeah, go ahead. Three years though. Come on. Well, if you weren't gonna watch a big premiere movie like that within the next years so then you're really not interested although i did spoil a big thing so we're gonna have to make an edit in the episode that says johnny fucked up spoilers here we go i i, I don't know That's if i'm gonna do that i'm gonna i'm so you're sorry gonna be, you're gonna be known as a, you're gonna be known as a spoiler so for everybody else i too. promise it doesn't johnny. ruin any, it, it doesn't ruin any of the experience you should you should do the spoiler voiceover be like hey guys i spoil something pretty big in this <laughs> In the next 15 minutes. I would absolutely do that, but I don't know if Nick wants to take the time to edit that. Stuff. Yeah, not really. Um, okay, we can move on to the next one. That's something we got to revisit, though, is what's the, like, uh, what is it called? The uh, statute of limitations for, like, when you can spoil something. But, okay, the next one is keeping it on the movie thing, but we brought it to real life. So, two gangs of monkeys, two different kinds of monkeys who, like, have families and stuff, decided to start an all-out war in Taiwan in the middle of the streets in the middle of the day. They just started fighting each other. Could you imagine that just being your day? They were interviewing one of the guys, and they did, like, a voiceover or, like, a dub. So it's like, I don't know what he exactly said in his language, but the translation was like, I know, like, it took me an extra 30 minutes to get to work today. Like, (laughs) that's what you got to say on this? Wow. That's pretty incredible. Monkey fight. That's a thing. Dude, it was a straight up monkey fight. They uh they brought out 
two gangs. There was like a hundred monkeys and they just duked it out in the middle of the street. And I like that someone's like, oh man, this is really annoying because now I can't get to work. Like, oh yeah, like normally monkeys, when they have oh, it's their gang t- fights, it's in like back alleys. <laughs> they do in the street, it's really annoying because then I'm late for work. Back, no. back trees, you know, not back alleys. <laughs> it's in exactly. Thailand, not Taiwan, I was going mm. I was going to say Taiwan, interesting. Thailand's less interesting yeah that 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 totally checks out because i've never been there either taiwanese monkeys a little bit different (laughs) makes sense you know yeah those guys are aggressive i Uh, i've heard in some countries it might be thailand where like the the monkeys they're so used to tourists that they'll like you know steal stuff from you you got to be ready for it oh yeah so that's like the yeah that was like the main reason they were fighting is because they were starving and they're just used to like all the tourists feeding them and all the garbage and waste from the tourists. That's like how they oh. live, basically. So when that wasn't able to happen, they fucking threw down. So the, so this, uh, this is a COVID thing too, because there's not as many tourists. So COVID's affecting COVID, 100% literally COVID. the entire world. That's crazy. Wow. Even the primates they're getting at. Wow. It's hard for everyone out there. It is. Uh, the, the photo of them just like all running into each other. It literally <laughs> looks like a movie. Like it, is, it is nuts. Dude, that is awesome. Like, that's like something you wish you could see in your life. Like, if I could see a monkey fight, I'm cool with that. I'd be Not like terrifying. underground, like to the death, but I'm talking like a real nature's metal go in front of the cross section and just duke it out. Wild. And like, dude, for all the people that are like, oh, monkeys aren't kind of like humans. Uh, we fight over similar shit. We fight over resources. Like they're just like, hey, I'm hungry. We just use Twitter. This is, this is actually yeah. exactly the same. What? <laughs> yeah. We ex- we fight over food all the time. Like yeah. So. Uh, so this this would be crazy. Uh, that would just be wacky. I just love the guy being like, I know it was crazy. I had to take an extra thirty minutes to get to work. Like. That's it? That's your take on this? You just saw a monkey, bro. Like, I'd have to be like, oh my god, there's this one baboon fighting another baboon. Like, I don't know. I've gone at it. Um, okay, the last one we have for timeout is something I am unbelievably excited for. Lord of the Rings officially announced that they are doing a TV show with Amazon. I am jacked. I love Lord of the Rings. Fuck Star Wars. Fuck Harry Potter. Hey, fuck Lord you. of the Rings. <laughs> Lord of the Rings is the best, man. Lord of the Rings has got everything beat. Uh, the show is... I don't know. The Hobbit was pretty... Hobbit <laughs> yeah. Sucked. Hobbit sucked. Hobbit's not Lord of the Rings. That's Hobbit. But the, fucking Lord of the Rings. Come on. I'm talking... It's the no. same universe. This isn't going to oh, be... Yeah. It's the yeah, same yeah, universe. This isn't going to be Lord of the Rings, though. It's going to be the same universe, but a different timeline. So... By your rules, you're wrong. No, no. I did my research. It is going to be about how everyone got to the Elvish country to form the Fellowship of the Ring. I'm just saying this. Lord of the Rings, Fellowship. Lord of the Rings 2, The Towers. Lord of the Rings 3, Return of the King. Hobbit 1, Hobbit 2, Hobbit dog shit. They were terrible. (laughs) I'm talking about the original L-O-R. And they're bringing back a lot of the same producers. They're bringing back a lot of the same sets that they use. And now they're doing kind of like a prequel, but after the Hobbit of like how everyone got to the Elvis country. And 
I, dude, like, I am jacked to see young Gimli. Like, young Gimli just hacking shit up. Young Legolas, like, whatever. Yeah, like, I'm talking about, like, Gimli when, like, his braids were only down, like, a foot instead of, like, three feet. That's what I want to see. They're spending a lot of money on this. So, it's estimated to come in at $450 million, And by comparison, a season of Game of Thrones was estimated to cost $90 million. So, wow. holy shit. Do it big. They're doing it. That's an incredible That's awesome. amount of money. That's actually really cool. Am I the only Lord of the Rings fan here? Is that it? Well, I'm, a, I'm a huge Lord of the Rings No, I enjoy I mean, it. I like it, yeah. The Hobbit Adventure. just wasn't good, and yeah, they kind of let you down, and they definitely were trying to ride the waves of Lord of the Rings. So, yeah. like, it was one of those situations. I hope this is much better. Like, I it love Lord of the Rings. Yeah. The thing that was so terrible to the Hobbit, they took a 300-page book and stretched it out to three, two-and-a-half-hour movies. Didn't need that. Yeah. No, it was all it was all about money, you know, for the most yeah. part. No, like I get it from the business side. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm super excited about this. Uh, they put all the director's cut on Netflix, which is come on, I mean, give it to me. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm watching them right now. The good thing oh. is that it's not based off of books, so they can literally just write whatever they want. So that's actually really cool too. That's they don't have to be they don't have to be loyal to everyone who's read the Hobbit books or the Lord of the Rings. They can just yeah, whatever they want. So a big thing that's going to be about this series is what I think is really cool. It's about all the heroes, but it's also about that Sauron when he was coming up in the ranks, he had like a co-captain, a co-leader, and basically he was the only other person that had like the same powers as Sauron, was the same strength, and it's like gonna also focus on like how Sauron killed him and like became Sauron. So, like, holy shit, I am jacked to see, like, a two, like, mega god, gigantic people fighting, which I think is going to be really cool. And they have, like, a little civil war in there, so they're going to do, like, an orc civil war, which I think is going to be cool. Um, okay, Dope. so we could, head, we could head over to the rank, which we're doing a draft. Um, so how the draft is going to work, I am going to randomly pull, or, dude, Johnny, actually pull up, like, a name generator. Or like a, a spin wheel on that, and we'll just do it that way. To determine the draft order, the guys we're watching, it's been shuffled many a time. We're going to go as fast as we can, and then there's two there's two players uh, that I inputted as an NA just because you can't do less than six. But there we okay. go. Yeah, this is right, who, who's my guy? This is interesting. It's going to say Joe. Oh, okay. Are you doing it? Two. Uh, we're recording. One. Right? Yeah, we are. Perfect. Uh, oh, shit, go. that's going fast. Whoa. Uh, Johnny's winning, and... Uh... Wow, he cheated. Damn. Wow. So, I'm last. Johnny, no, no, Nick, no, no. Johnny Nick, Joe Beer. Okay, God, and we are God doing a snake it. draft. Um, yeah. Okay, yeah, so we're going to do a rank, but it is the best Chicago athletes, so since we'd have such similar ranks, we're going to do a draft this way. So, Johnny... So it goes Johnny, Nick, myself. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. NA took silver. I knew he had it in him. <laughs> Classic NA. All right, Johnny. All right, I'm going to take Michael Jordan right off the board. I think that one speaks for itself. An easy Two, first three, pick. I like it. Ships. Get it going. Jordan number one. 
All right, number two pick to me. Oh, this is tough. Um, but I think I'm gonna go with Walter Payton, the greatest Ooh, Bears player of all time, because we are a Bears podcast and everybody's a Bears fan here. Uh sorry, but uh, can someone write this down so we can do the Instagram post? Yeah, I'm writing it down. Thank you. Okay, uh, my first pick is gonna be Derek Rose. When we got him because we cheated the lottery, it was amazing. Couldn't be happier that we got him. Hometown boy, MVP. Uh, I like it. Wow. Interesting choice. I did not. I'm surprised by it. I did not have him on my list at all. I'll be honest. That is nuts to me. But yeah, okay. <laughs> all right. Beer, who you got? Hmm. <laughs> you got two, by the way. Yeah, I know. Y'all took some really good players. Um, damn, I wanted Walter Payton so bad. I know, <laughs> I know you did this. So I know that's who you were that going to More than for. half the reason why I picked him was because I knew that Beer would, would want to pick him. So, right now, I'm going to go with, because I got back-to-back picks. This is going to be an interesting one. I'm going to go with Mike Dicka. And I'm going to go with Dick Buckus. Wow. After him. Okay, I like it. I am going to go Brian Erlacher. Wow. Brian Erlacher in the second round. Uh, everyone loves Brian Erlacher. This is a, a lot more football heavy than I was anticipating. Oh, I haven't even doubled sports yet. I know. It's, that's what I'm saying. It's pretty, pretty incredible. Okay, it's back to me. Uh, I'm going to go with Mr. Cub himself, Ernie Banks. Nice. Ooh, I Very like it. Johnny, two in a row. Son of a bitch. I had that as my next pick. I knew I should have picked it first. Damn it. Two in a row. Stealing picks All from right. everybody. I love I'm it. I'm going to go Mike Singletary. Ooh. Leader of the uh, Monsters of the Midway. Mm-hmm. And oh, I get two here, huh? I gotta go with Coven. I'm gonna go Chris Bryant, the best uh, offensive player when we won the championship. The year that I cried from sports, I was so happy. Wow, Chris Bryant. Okay, very nice. Okay, it's back to me. Um, I like to be nice and rounded out, so I've got. Walter Payton, Ernie Banks. I'm going to pick a bull next. I'm going to go with Scotty Pippen, the greatest oh, number two Scottie man Love of that is a great all pick. time. Um, I cannot believe he slipped this so far in the draft. I'm going to take Sammy Sosa. I cannot believe he <coughs> slipped this far in the draft. Wow. Sammy Sosa. Sammy Sosa should have been a first rounder. I can't believe I just got him in the third. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cool. So... I get next two again? Yeah. Yes. All right. So this is your third okay. and fourth pick. My third and fourth pick. You've got Ditka and Buttkiss. Which, do. before you start, can we talk about how great of a name Dick Buttkiss is? Oh, it's amazing. Pretty, pretty dope. Absolutely incredible. And, and the fact he... that he just beat the shit out of people is even better. <laughs> and Mike Ditka. I like that one. <laughs> yeah. He's a, Dick Buttkiss is a straight killer out there, like. He would get penalized every single play today. He set the play. yeah. He set the standard, I think. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Okay. He was bounty gate when no one was paying for it. I like it. All right, so we're gonna go number three. We're gonna go Patrick Kane. And 
number three. Ooh, Petty Kane. And then my number four and final pick will be Frank Thomas. Nice. The big hurt. Can we make it a five rounder? <laughs> no, dude. So, I, I no, so we could have honorable mentions, but we can't. Honorable right, mentions. Honorable mentions, that. fine. Okay. Uh, number four for myself is going to be Bobby Hall. I fucking Bobby love Hall. Bobby Hall. Nice. I mean, Jesus Christ. The man didn't lift weights until he made it to the NHL. He just usually got ripped because he would. It was a farm boy picking up the barrels of hay. Come on, let's go. That's pretty sweet. Um. Okay. Yeah. I'm. I I gotta have. I I need to have a well-rounded out one. So I I need to pick somebody from the Blackhawks. And yeah, fuck it. I'm gonna John, Johnny Taves. Yeah. Fuck. I mean. Oh, I thought you were. I'm not gonna lie. I thought you were gonna go Makita. I was. I was between. That's what I was between. I was like Taves or Makita, and I. I. You know. I. Ne- I never really watched the Hawks growing up. I. I jumped on the bandwagon in 2010, and it was all because of Johnny Taves. So. We're glad to have you. Yep. And speaking of Johnny's, Johnny's got the last pick. Damn. Guess the, all the Blackhawks players, didn't you? Three of them. Three of the best ones. <laughs> Everyone else is a bit, bit of an afterthought, I would say. And just to round it out, I guess, I'm going to go Crawford because he made those championship games so much more exciting with the shootouts. And I need to round out my team a little bit. Nice. So just to recap, uh, or yeah, everybody go around and, and recap what your picks were. I did first pick was um Derek Rose, second pick's Brian Erlacher, third pick Sammy Sosa, fourth pick Bobby Hall. That's good, man. Fuck. That's a good fucking trap. That's it's pretty good. Uh Johnny. Um uh, Michael Jordan, Mike Singletary, Chris Bryant. And Corey Crawford. Nice. It's got a good balance to it. Beer? Mm-hmm. So, first pick was Mike Ditka. Second pick was Dick Buckus. Number three was Patrick Kane. Number four was Frank Thomas. Very nice. And I had Walter Payton, Ernie Banks, Scotty Pippen, and Johnny Taves. Damn. Very good. That is Damn. a good one. That is a really good one. <laughs> um, That's good. Are we doing uh, honorable good. mentions? Let's keep it going as the draft for two honorable mentions. Go quick. So, Johnny, you get one more. All right, Khalil Mack. Wow, <laughs> Khalil good. Mack. Okay. A pass rusher in there. Uh, and Devin Hester. Well, oh, you I, don't get two. <laughs> I just really want to say. I got to. I got to keep it rounded out. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna pick a white sock. Um, I'm gonna go Mark Burley. I, I always really respect Mark Burley. All right. Good. Um, I'm gonna go Ron Santo. Santo, wow! Honorable mention, Ron Santo. You don't like I, it? No, I just can't believe you fell that far. Oh yeah, I, I gotta do. I gotta do Gale Sayers. As an yeah. honorable mention. I mean, he's a Hall of Famer. I think the only thing kept him off the list is that he only played six seasons before he blew out his knee. But like, he's the youngest Hall of Famer of all time. He is so good. And uh, another honorable mention has to be Ozzie Guillen. I mean. Incredible player for us, and then manager that won a World Series for us. Got to do it. That's, good. That's fair. Uh, my last honorable mention is going to be Dennis Rodman. 
Rodman. The original fuckboy. Yeah. Um, my oh, we're doing two honorable mentions. These. Uh, my last honorable mention will be. Um, uh, I'm gonna go. I, Anthony Rizzo. Fuck it. Oh, I like it. It's a pander pick, but I like it. Why not? I was gonna go more classical, but I'd rather get Rizzo in there as a second honorable mention. I like it. I like it. He's got Chris Bryant. So. Yeah, that's true. So. Something yeah. wrong with that, Joe? Johnny, what's bad. your last one? Bad. What's bad? What's bad about that? He's pick? an MVP, dude. Oh, Chris Bryan, uh, 275 hitter. If it wasn't for him, we would have never had a championship in 2016, Joseph. And you got to remember, he did better than even Anthony Rizzo, who had a dominant Golden Glove season and batted incredibly. Sure, he cooled off in the past few years, and that's why we haven't gone to a championship. But I stand by that decision. Him and his prime. I'm sorry, man. I take it back. I take it back. Hmm. Oh, that's it, Johnny. Who's uh, who's your wait, Johnny? Who's your last honorable mention? Because we each did two. Oh yeah, Devin Hester. I Devin, did, I did oh well. yeah, Devin Hester. You did. Right. Yeah, that's right. It's so fun to watch. Very nice. He said Devin Hester, so I took him off my board. Mm. Oh come on! No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, I I actually really like the Reds this way. Maybe we're gonna have to keep doing the drafts because that's just kind of funny. Um, obviously we could go. So many more rounds with so many great athletes. Very fortunate we're to live teams, in Chicago. We're gonna put these teams online though, and we'll see what uh what our listeners think. I mean, it these plays. are all fucking awesome. So yeah. Um, all right. Thank you guys very much for listening. Like I said in the past, we got a lot of big things coming right before football season, so be on the lookout for that. Um, fall catalog announcements are gonna be posted on the fall catalog, fall catalog night, Instagram and beer league official uh as well as my personal so please make sure to check that out get on the calendar we got some merch coming on the way uh we got our own johnny designing it we got a lot of big things coming i'm very excited about it and we will see you guys next time have a good one